Hey, horse girls. Before the show, Lindsay and I just wanted to jump in and tell you some very exciting news. Lindsay, do you want to tell them? We are starting a Patreon. What? Yeah. So we had, you know, solicited feedback of what people were interested in. And I feel like we got enough of a positive response that we decided to just go for it because, you know, Right now, we are currently paying to provide this podcast to y'all for free, and obviously, we want to continue to provide BoJack Horse Pod for free, but for those horse girls that are looking for a little something more, you'll be able to get that over on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod, where you can you know, get in there for some more exclusive content. We're going to do a monthly podcast talking about some sort of movie or show or project. And I think we're going to try to make sure that at least someone in each project has been on BoJack. Does that sound right, Lindsay? I think it sounds fun. Yeah, like I'm very excited about this. I feel like we were talking about it today about whether we should just go for it. And we were thinking about what would be fun. And I think that's a great idea. Like we keep it connected to BoJack, but we give people a little something extra, you know? Exactly. And it's it's just so that, you know, people who want a little bit more can get that and also help us to provide a more polished quality product to everybody. Yes. And if you are unable to contribute anything at this time, totally fine. You will still get the horse pod you know and love. But if you do want to help us, we appreciate it so much. Yes. Uh, and again, like, if you're able to, no pressure. Yes. We're not sitting here like keeping a list like these are the true horse girls or anything like that. Like... <laughs> we do Perish not expect we do not expect anything from anyone and if zero people sign up that's fine zero people sign up and we will move on with our lives and continue to pay the hosting costs but yes. if anyone does sign up we'll be eternally grateful yes and so flattered so we have three tiers right now and i love the names that you came up with kirsten <laughs> did i come up with that Yes, you did exclusively. Oh. I had no role in this genius idea. Oh so my god! Take okay. your credit. <laughs> so the five dollar tier, your agents. Okay, you can do it all, and you will get access to a bonus podcast every month. And you're really doing it all because you're supporting other women. <laughs> Literally, you're not just doing it all for yourself. You're doing it all for us. And then the ten dollar patrons are managers not only can you do everything an agent can do but you can also produce and you will get to vote in exclusive polls to you know decide what our bonus podcast will be every month and then if you for whatever reason feel like you can give us twenty dollars a month which we would be so grateful you're a star it's a crossover episode in addition to everything i've already said we will do a monthly ama type podcast which will be a joy. It'll be fun. Or a text post. We'll yeah. figure it out. We're not really anticipating anyone <laughs> being a star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like purely, it might just be like one person and we're like, here's like the stuff you wanted to know, single person. So yes, I'm really excited about this. I think this is great. So well done on those tiers. Hell yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. But yeah, so we just wanted to step in real quick to let you know it's the start of a new month. So it's a great time to become a patron. Yeah. Again, we appreciate every single one of you whether you support us or not, but we would love it if you would check out our Patreon. So excited. Yes. Patreon.com slash Bojack Horsepod. Should we let them listen to the podcast now? I guess so. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Bye. and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about season six, episode two of BoJack Horseman, the new client. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing well. This episode was extremely stressful for me though. (laughs) Yes, I was getting like, my heart was racing a little bit. I should have checked my Apple Watch actually (laughs) to see what my heart rate was at because it did not feel normal. Even just taking notes for it, I was like, I feel like I'm having to like rush taking notes. I was like, I feel like I'm behind because Princess Carolyn was just so behind the whole time. But she wasn't even behind. There was too much expected of her. Okay, I can't talk about it yet. I'm sorry. (laughs) How's your week going? It's going okay. We are closing in on the end of my semester. So lots of school stuff, but all is well. How are you? You've got that. You've already (laughs) done a semester. You've got this. Mm -hmm. The semester has been like this semester. A breeze by comparison. (laughs) Yeah. You had one less course this semester, right? I had three less courses. What? Yeah, I only had one course this term. How many 
had four last term. You had. <laughs> I thought you had two this term and three last term. Yeah. But you were doing four PhD courses and working and recording a podcast every week. That's right. You really are a woman who can do it I all. I can do oh it my all. God. Truly. Someone take my picture. But it sounds like you're doing it all just for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's not the new doing it all. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm once again in awe of your organization, your skills, and your abilities. So, oh, God. Oh, well, you know, I try. Good. I try. How are you? No, don't let that <laughs> imposter syndrome get you. I see it happening. You know what? You're, you're great. You're right. I am also in recording this podcast helping you to talk about bojack so (laughs) i mean you do literally all of the work so (laughs) like i i show up i sometimes steer the conversation (laughs) you always steer the conversation Uh, no yeah yeah, i feel like you really you really do half the work on that so i just do nothing (laughs) other than like show up and and talk first so i'm kind of the worst you're perfect I support you in this and everything. Oh, stop it. <laughs> the Mutual Admiration Society we marches back, baby. again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that implies that it was gone. Yeah, true. I, know, I feel like at no point have either of us stopped admiring the other. I feel like it's when we have a guest, it's more uncomfortable for us just to be like, oh my God, we're so good. <laughs> you're right. Because then we have to kind of be like, yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. You're the best. Which like, our too. guests are amazing. <laughs> but like... There to know us. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So I, you know, I should save this for the social media segment, but I can't contain myself. So when we dutifully posted the last episode that dropped, which is season five, episode 12, we have now attracted the attention slash friendship mm-hmm. of like a pretty big Bojack Twitter account. Yeah. This was very exciting so, to get this update from you. Yeah. No, so it's Bojack Hidden Jokes at BJ Hidden Jokes. They followed us and were like i was sleeping on this podcast and it's so good and if you're like me everybody should also listen yeah and then we've been getting some new followers and hopefully some new listeners Mm -hmm. so thank you to all of those people true imagine someone is just Uh, joining like this is their first episode for some reason right like (laughs) i guess probably like last week's episode was yeah (laughs) it's fine but like i just want to make sure up top that we give our love and appreciation for bojack hidden jokes because you brought like a whole stable of horse girls (laughs) at least to the attention of the podcast yeah it was so exciting yeah i loved hearing that we do love validation we love validation and i love hidden jokes yeah so also good but what else is new oh my goodness Lindsay, do you ever watch Hot Dummies on Islands shows? I feel like no. Never. So do you know what the concept of Temptation Island is? Of course I do. I at least listen to things that you are on. So let me let me do my best here. Oh. Okay. Temptation Island. Couples are like, okay. hey, you know what would be good for our relationship is if we go on this show with a lot of other hot dummies and we try not to have sex with them, but maybe we will. And if we do... That means we were never meant to be. That that was perfect. <laughs> Look at you. I I feel bad that I've put this knowledge into your brain. <laughs> I feel like I know most of them. What are the other ones you talk about? Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle is the one where it has that little like uh, alarm clock thing that mm-hmm. tells them your co-stars had sex with each other. You guys lose money, and you try not to have That's sex right. with people. And then the other one you talk about right. is Love Island. Which I think That's is just right. hot people having sex with no consequences, but I don't actually know that one. They're trying to find love. Oh, I see. So it's but not it's just unique. Physical. You know, it's unique because it's a love show. Although all of these are horribly heteronormative, mm-hmm. which is is a problem. But I'm also probably not the person who would be talking about queer demis on islands, <laughs> right? So. Fair. That's a wide open domain for somebody else. But they are supposed to be finding love with each other, but there's, like, many options. Like, normally on those shows, it'll be, like, one woman and 20 men or, like, one Mm. man and 20 women. But it's, like, 10 men and 10 women. Uh. And they're trying to couple up and then new people come in all the time. And then at one point in Love Island, they do Temptation Island where they split up the existing couples and bring in more hot singles to try and get them to stray. Uh, So it's like, I was going to say, it's like Love is Blind, but the opposite. (laughs) Uh, Or they see each other the whole time. (laughs) 
Love is very much <laughs> not blind. Yeah, got it. I actually had no idea what that one was about. <laughs> it's messy. It's messy and it's it's incredible. And Scally and I have fun talking about that one. Look at you knowing about all the hot dummies. That's right. Wait, but do you know what F-Boy Island is? Oh, man. Is this one where they have sex but no consequences? I know you and Jenny talked about it. I mean, there's not like consequences for having sex on Love Island either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. You don't, like, get money taken away from you? No. F- that's only too hard to handle. <laughs> and then you could, like, lose your relationship on Temptation Island. Mm. No. F-Boy Island was where there was, like, three women and, like, 24 boys, but 12 were fuck boys, and 12 were self-proclaimed good guys, and they had to try and figure out who was who. And then at the end, you got money based on if you ended up with a nice guy, you would share the money. <laughs> and if you ended up with an F-Boy, they could choose if they wanted to keep the money. Whoa. And one of them knowingly chose an F-Boy, and then he took the money and said he never liked her. Oh, much. my gosh. <laughs> wow. What a mess. <laughs> this is what's in my brain. Incredible. So that's why I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, hold on before we continue. Okay. You have to go on one of these four shows. Which one are you picking? Oh, my God. <laughs> So here's the thing. Love Island is where you will get the social media following mm. to then make it your Instagram your career. Okay. But I also – I just, like, need to deeply disavow that I would be cast <laughs> on any of these shows because, like, it's not like I think I'm ugly by any means, but I am not love show hot. Like, the, these women are, like – it's like looking at a magazine from the freaking 90s. It just <laughs> makes you feel bad about yourself. I really thought you were about to feel like it's like looking in a mirror. No, there was like one girl who was, I don't know, probably a size eight on the last season of Love Island. And everyone was talking about how she was so brave for coming out with her like curvy body Such type. progressive casting. And I was like, and like, honestly, like maybe a size eight, like she was not big, big, a little, even a little bit. And like, I'm not saying a size eight is big because it's not. But it was like all about how she was so brave to like be out there in her bikini because she wasn't a size zero. Incredible. Oh my God. And I was like, this is a normal woman. Mm-hmm. Like an absolutely stunningly beautiful woman. Yeah. She got cast with, like, on the a show. Normal size <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't cast ugly people on TV. Wow. That's what I tell myself when I feel bad about myself. <laughs> the way you see me at my absolute worst every time we record this podcast. Like, I was looking nice today, and then I took off my makeup and had a bath. I did blow dry my hair today. This might be the first time you've seen me with blow dried hair. <laughs> it does look very straight and shiny. Soft. <laughs> That's all it's, I got. It does look very soft. Is that brand your natural hair color? Yeah. I can it's show nice you the grays. Color. You have grays? Yeah. You seem young Couple. for grays. I know I joke that I think you're ancient, but... I'm 57 years old. You have the way the aging has gone so rapidly. I can never remember what I said the week before. Anyway, and welcome so to our I... new listeners. Yes, next week you'll be 60. Welcome to Bojack Course Pod. Do you think anyone is curious about what time it is right now while we're recording? I'm sure they are. Especially that guy. What was his name? Matthew. I think Matthew will find that it's way less irritating when he's not binging the podcast. Yes, he did write back and concede that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> Sorry, I devalued your opinion live on air. What time is it? Okay. So we're recording. It is Friday, March 25th, 2022. In Pacific time zone, it is 5.24 p.m. In New York, it is 8.24 p.m. In London, it has gone past midnight. It is 12.24 a.m. on March 26th. And then in Hong Kong, it is 8.24 a.m. on March 26th. And the site still says Filbert coming soon, but we all know that's not the case. <laughs> Indeed, we do. So sh- shall we talk about what holidays it is? Sure. What is today in this reality? April 5th? April 5th. So, okay. It's Accelerate ACL Awareness Among Young Women Day, which I think is very fitting with this episode of BoJack Horseman. Accelerate what? So just- <laughs> ACL awareness. It's so like when you tear your ACL. Oh, that's all. Like okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, maybe it stands for something else. <laughs> Campaign to raise awareness among parents, coaches, educators, and young women. How to prevent ACL injuries. I have no idea how to present, prevent an ACL injury other than not running. Yeah. Other than not doing sports. Maybe that's the idea. Yeah. It's to keep women in sports. Oh, that's nice. It's also Bell Bottoms Day. Okay. So if you have a flared pant, today's the day. <laughs> and flared pants are in, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like flared pants? Well, famously, I wore them in the 70s. 
<laughs> Do you still have your vintage pairs? <laughs> All of them. Yes. Every last one. I don't have any Amazing. flared pants now. They don't look good on my body. My legs are too short in comparison <laughs> to the rest of my body for a flared pant to look right. Yeah, I don't think they would look good on me either. I don't know. I think you could, but you could probably pull it off. You seem proportional. <laughs> I've only met you in person one time though, and you had a big jacket on. Yeah, so, like, wearing, like a maybe coat. you have like <laughs> maybe your knees start at the bottom of the pe- your legs start at the bottom of the pea coat, and I just had no idea. Yeah, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I call that my hip length coat. Is that not right? <laughs> <laughs> my, I, the, the picture of someone with legs just to the bottom of <laughs> the pea coat, and then a torso so long. Oh. <laughs> So, okay, this website still thinks that it's Easter on April 4th, which is not the case, but as a result, there is a holiday today called Dingus Day, which is also known as Wet Easter Monday. Oh, my. (laughs) And it's a Polish holiday, popular in Poland, Ukraine, and Polish communities. I cannot stress you enough how disgusting this sounds, but I... I have to describe this day to the listeners of this podcast. It's my duty as a journalist. (laughs) The day is most associated with water and pussy willows. Males throw water on females and gently hit them with pussy willow branches. Males many times climb on the roof of buildings to hit a tin pan to announce which girls will be soaked. They sneak into homes and pour water on females while they are still in bed. Sometimes girls are then taken to a nearby pond or river and thrown in. Oh, my God. Sometimes they're carried out on their beds and whole beds are thrown in. Girls are able to stop themselves by get it from getting doused by giving boys a ransom of painted eggs. And then according to tradition, girls are able to take revenge on Tuesday, but usually there is no waiting and the girls will pour water back and pour pussy willow branches on boys on the same day. Wow. I'm really glad it was yeah. painted eggs that was the ransom. I was really worried it was going to get worse, but wow. it It's horrible. This is very this bad. It's a day they kidnap girls. Yeah, it's very bad. What is this supposed to be? Like I if they sink in the water, then like if she wasn't a witch or something? No, it's just, it's a, it's wet Easter. Yeah, very accurate, They just want to get girls wet. <laughs> it's a very descriptive name. Yeah. Anyways, I'd like I would love for if someone is like Polish or like can actually explain what this holiday <laughs> is because I don't believe that it's real based on that description. Do you want me to see if we have any Polish listeners? <gasps> yes. Okay. I always want to know if we've got downloads from other places. Yeah, true. All right. We have a couple people. We have two downloads in the last 20 days. <laughs> Okay, so they don't like it that much. Yeah, it's not their favorite. Let me look. Okay, last. Yeah, they have downloaded 66 times in the last, since the beginning of our run. That's most of the episodes. That's one person listening (laughs) to most of the episodes or a lot of people trying it once and deciding we are not for them. Yeah, I think since we've had two this month, maybe it's someone who's just like one behind but listens every week. So whoever you are, reveal yourself. (laughs) Not reveal. If you want to, to describe Dingus Day or if it's pronounced maybe Dingus Day. Maybe. I don't know. I would love the. I'd love Marimpo. Today is also First Contact Day, mm-hmm. which is like an alien thing. Sounds so apparently, like an alien thing. it's the day aliens. Oh, it's a Star Trek thing. Yeah. Because on April fifth, twenty sixty three, is when the first contact between humans and aliens take place in Star Trek. Wow, that's still a while from now. Yeah, so I don't really know why we would celebrate since that hasn't happened yet. But <laughs> Just in anticipation of it happening. <laughs> Today is also go for broke day. Take a chance. Give it all you have. Leave nothing undone. Put your money down when gambling. Risk everything for a new project or business endeavor. Start a new job. Take a chance on a new relationship. Go yeah. for broke today. Okay. Go for broke on stars on Apple Podcasts by giving us five stars. <laughs> Nice. I wasn't um, sure where you were going with that. It's National Caramel Day. Caramel? I think I say caramel. Caramel. I uh, There's been so much discourse over how to say that word that I've lost all sight of how I ever used to say it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I say caramel. But like, I would never say anything if you're like, it's caramel or caramel or whatever. 
I, I have no idea what's right, and I it doesn't matter. Yeah, I have no stake in this. You just want to say caramel because it would have your <laughs> accent come yeah. out. That's why I say caramel, <laughs> so no one will know. Because <laughs> you're an undercover East Coast gal. <laughs> <laughs> it's national dandelion day national deep dish pizza day okay i've never had like deep dish pizza I've never had like real deep dish pizza i don't think and i don't think the picture on this website is real deep dish pizza either i think it looks like a pan pizza mm, not the same which is good i do like a pan pizza mm-hmm. my like hot take is that i still eat pizza hut I feel like people are like, mm, chain pizza. Get out of here. Disgusting. Yeah. I want local artisanal. Mer. Nonsense. No, I support you in that as well. In that sometimes you don't want like a small pizza that's like $30. Like, get out of here. Sometimes you want a big pizza that's $30. Yeah, I want my giant greasy pizza. I want the one with the pumps of oil that I used to put in the pans as a child that now someone new puts in the pans. Okay, deal nice. with it. Mm-hmm. It's flat National Flash Drive Day. Okay. Which goes hand in hand with National Fun Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing more fun than a flash drive. Nothing. Truly nothing. Okay. it's We're almost done. It's National Raisin and Spice Bar Day. Okay. Sounds bad. I don't like raisins, so no thank you. Yep. It's also National Read a Roadmap Day. <laughs> Who's reading a roadmap ever anymore? Yeah. Use your phone. Come on. Listen to Google. <laughs> And then the last one is National Sweet Potato Day, also known as Tater Day. Okay. Love me a roasted sweet potato. <laughs> I don't love sweet potatoes. I know. That's okay. I support you. I just bold of them to call it Tater Day when... Yeah. Seems like tater more specifically I, applies to a standard white or yellow a potato. a sweet potato, not a, not a regular potato. So it just... <laughs> I just think it means you can celebrate however you want to celebrate. There you go. Maybe with fries. I will always be willing to do that. But anyways, Lindsay, sorry for you literally in your PhD program and now it's been 21 minutes <laughs> and surely not all of that needs to make the tape. So I, I apologize. It's okay. Um, so we already talked about this episode being stressful, mm. but other than that, what did you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was super well done. I think especially the like shadow Princess Carolines are so good and so evocative and she's amazing and just like so stressful. Like I I felt like it was remarkable how much I was feeling it. Like I was very much just like, oh my God, like this cannot continue. I think especially what contributes a lot to that is like in addition to all the shadow PCs that are walking around, you also have the baby crying so much, which I think is like universally this is a stressful noise. And you're just like, this needs to stop. Like I need this to go away. Like everything is stressful. And I think they just conveyed that so effectively with all of the aspects of this episode. They did such a good job. It was so stressful to watch but so good to watch Mm -hmm. i i just i loved the episode i was like glad it was over though at the same time because (laughs) it was so stressful like it was really getting my heart racing Mm -hmm. Um, me too yeah it was like yeah another really solid princess carolyn episode all of them have been really good but this one same thing i got my heart was just racing and i oh man it was a lot Okay, this episode is, thank God it's a Princess Caroline, like, centric episode. I feel like we haven't really had one of those in a while. Mm -hmm. It feels good. I love to hear from her. But the first thing we see in this episode is not Princess Caroline, but it is Mr. Peanut Butter because birthday dad is happening and it ends with a scene, he's like in the editing room and we, we see the last scene of birthday dad and it's like, Anyone can be a birthday father, but it takes a heart full of birthdays to be a true birthday dad. (laughs) None of that means anything. It has a custom song where someone is singing a heart full of birthdays. (laughs) It's just like, oh, this is too much. So good. They've obviously spent so much money on that. Mm Mm-hmm. But Mr. Peanut Butter is, like, making them make a ton of edits because he is racked with guilt for what he did to Pickles Mm -hmm. because he's like, this is not the face of a birthday dad. This is the face of someone who did something terrible. Yeah, he's like, uh, like, this is the face of a guy who cheated on his girlfriend with his ex-wife and instead of telling his girlfriend, he proposed and now they're engaged and she has no idea. It's like, this is very specific, Mr. Peanut Butter. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's like, 
did birthday dad do that? And he's like, no, he just looks like someone who did. Yes. <laughs> so they have to re-edit the scene. But the director is like, absolutely not. I'm done. I'm moving on to my next project, Diary of Anne Frankenstein. Very, very bad idea, Just sir. like the one of the worst ideas I think I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's right. Like, I thought Pride and Prejudice and Zombies <laughs> was too far. That was really bad. <laughs> I never saw it because I was offended at the premise. I saw the book and was like, let me start this. And I got about six pages in. It was like, Mm-mm. that's a book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It book is a first. truth universally acknowledged that a zombie wants brains. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, my God. You could have written it. <laughs> but so the director is Flea Daniels, who is, of course, voiced by Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. I love that when they get the person to do the voice. Yes, who is obviously more of a producer, writer, director, but he did direct, he's directing the new Terms of Endearment, Okay. He's and he's directing Demon House, which is in pre-production. He directed United States versus Billie Holiday, Good People, three episodes of the TV show Star, three episodes of the TV show Empire, The Paperboy, Precious, Precious obviously like... <laughs> Uh-huh. The top one, but I'm going in reverse chronological <laughs> order. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> I never read that novel. Oh my god, devastating. I think only read it if you really want to be depressed. I also never saw the movie. I didn't see the movie because the book was just simply too much. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he's also a producer, executive producer on a ton of shows as well. But obviously you wouldn't really recognize him by name or, or voice. But he do, it does look like he's the executive producer on, like, all of Empire. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, like, the a very high-profile yeah. one. But I think it's fair that we don't know his name and voice. Yeah, and he's moving on from Birthday Dad. <laughs> yeah, he's he got a new project going on. And this is where Mr. Peanut Butter says, says like, oh, Birthday Dad is dead. Like, it's over. And he's like, I'm dead serious about continuing working on this project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Princess Carolyn's like, I need to go home to my new baby. Like, get out of here. Yeah. And Mr. Peanut Butter's like, oh, come on. Like, let's hang out more. Let's go to the greeting card aisle and find more movie ideas. <laughs> like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, one I about don't understand. Detective John Get Well Soon or Professor Blankenside. <laughs> no. And stop it. How dare you? Mm-hmm. They were, that was so dumb. Yeah. But yeah, he wants another. Gr- he also is like, congratulations on the new baby, as if he doesn't know that Princess Carolyn has a baby now. Yeah. He's like, that's also a good idea for a movie. She's like, absolutely not. She's in the car driving home and she just looks progressively more tired as she's driving home. And then as she gets home, you can already hear the baby crying and she gives just like the heaviest sigh. Mm -hmm. And then the credits begin. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting opening. Did you watch the opening credits, Lindsay? I know you don't like to do that. Yes, I watched it this time. And because last time we just had the weird like melty version that only lasted for a second. And then this time we had like a whole montage of the show, basically. Yeah, it literally was. It was like a melty version, like mm-hmm. the weird fate melt to black situation continued to happen. But it covered like all of horsing around mm-hmm. up through the events of Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got like every season covered a little bit. And like we were underwater. We were in the Sugarman place. We were young Bojack. Like we had all yeah, like the red carpet stuff. It was so cool. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Imagine how much work. Yes, <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah, I was glad I watched it. This is why you don't skip. And yet you normally do. (laughs) The hypocrite. I learned a valuable lesson. So she gets back to her house and her nanny Renata is quitting because Princess Carolyn is getting home late, is not like following the terms of their agreement. And she's like, I know you are like a big deal in your industry, but would you work for a client who had no regard for your time, your well-being or your personal boundaries? And she goes, (laughs) that's all my clients. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like very accurate. Yeah. But Todd just sleeping there with headphones on throughout this entire sequence. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's paying rent. I hope so, too. Yeah. Princess Carolyn's like, what if I named her Renata? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, she goes, we'll take care of Natalie or Needles or whatever her name is. Still has not named the baby. But the baby's still small. So I don't think she's had the baby that long. Yeah, I'd forgotten that she still didn't have a name at the beginning of this. Untitled Princess Carolyn Project. It's Mm going to be huge. Yep. And it has legs. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be around for a few seasons i hope so but 
this is where we get the first kind of montage of Princess Carolyn and all of the Shadow Princess Carolyns. Mm-hmm. And it's just her soothing the baby, changing diapers over and over again, finally rocks the baby to sleep and falls back on her bed. And then we have no idea how long the baby's asleep. It looks like not very long. <laughs> it feels like instant. Mm-hmm. But since it happened a couple of times, I had to think like it's probably like at least an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like not enough to time. Stay alive. <laughs> Yeah. It was certainly not enough time, but it was yeah. probably more than like the like two minutes that it felt like. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and I love Princess Carolyn, like the the little touches of like she carries her while wearing oven mitts and stuff, and like there are always little quills everywhere. <laughs> Those little touches are cool, but like Princess Carolyn's just so completely overwhelmed, and I think we see that so effectively with all these different shadow hers just walking back and forth and back and forth and trying to soothe the baby, she has and the so baby's much crying. To do. Like, she's overwhelmed. She's got too much on her plate. I just. Don't, she should have a night nanny too. I know she wants to like actually raise her baby, but she also deserves to rest. Yeah, she needs help. So it's not not the best. The next morning, Princess Carolyn is like, it's fine. I'll just take my infant daughter to work today. It's take your infant daughter to work day. And Todd is super busy because he has so many meetings planned ever since he stopped working for what time is it right now.com. Everyone wants to meet with him and Princess Carolyn leaves going, have fun feeling upwards. Yeah. It's nice to have someone say it out loud. <laughs> he says, I always do. Yep. Yep. Honestly, it's totally representative. Like once you get a job with like a title like that mm-hmm. people will just assume that you're qualified for it yeah people wanted to hire henry fondle <laughs> i wonder if there's like a manhunt for him like searching for him because like <laughs> True. he's missing or i wonder if like they found him and there was a story about like henry fondle has died oh my god maybe yeah of like a heart attack i guess yeah i don't know Weird. So as she she settles her baby down for the car ride and starts driving, but her car starts ringing. It's Mr. Peanut Butter's phone. And the baby starts crying, which is like, she just got the baby <laughs> down. And it's Bojack because he stole Mr. Peanut Butter's phone because Mr. Peanut Butter is at... Or wait, is this just Bojack calling? This is just Bojack This is just Bojack yeah. calling. God damn it. Look at me getting ahead of myself. Sorry, okay. everyone. I'm, I'm not a journalist. <laughs> but yeah, so Bojack calls. It gets the baby crying again. And he is making a list of people he needs to apologize to. He doesn't want to waste Princess Carolyn's time with another apology. So <laughs> he's asking about, like, the name of, like, an ass- what happened to an assistant he told to never work in the industry again in the 80s. Yeah, he's like, I think he quit the industry. He's like, oh, man. Guess I gave him good advice. <laughs> yeah, okay, Bojack. And then Princess Carolyn asks what he thinks of the name Riley for a girl. He says bad because he slept with a Riley and it didn't end well. And maybe you should just not ask me about any women's names. Yeah. Gross. Yuck, Bojack. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yep. So Princess Carolyn gets to work and finds out from Stuart, the most useless assistant in all the land. Mm-hmm. Fire Stuart. <laughs> yeah, Stuart is not a good assistant. Like, I'm sure there's a job where he could be good, but it is not this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would be a good job for Stuart? Where do you, like, not need to care about anything? Remember the, like, when NASA was paying people to sleep? Mm, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I like or, that. Or, like, watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it could be one of those, like, study people. Yeah, that's good. That could work. And I, he should be studied. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Princess Carolyn is late for a Manatee Fair magazine about women who do it all. And she's, like, trying to say she can't make it. And Amanda Hannity, the manatee from mm-hmm. Manatee Fair, it tells her, it reminds her of Karen Kadada, who was the creator of Med School Nights and the spinoff Med School Nights The Day Shift, who was so successful and so many offers, but after taking three weeks off for having a baby, lost all her opportunities and no one wants to hire her because they f- worry about her commitment to the network. Mm-hmm. To which I say, what the fuck yeah, very is bad. wrong with the world? Three weeks? Three weeks is nothing. It seems like Princess Carolyn took no time off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Which, like, thankfully, Princess Carolyn didn't have to, like, heal from birthing a baby, mm-hmm. but, like, you still need time with a newborn. Totally. Yeah, like, she and got also, this baby like, the day it was born. <laughs> people take three-week vacations in the industry. Yeah. Yes. So I don't understand why that should reflect. It's just, like, another just another example of misogyny. And I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's very bad. And they're like, if you have your priorities straight, you'll come down here and get your picture taken and do it for Karen Katata. Ugh. 
<laughs> yeah, do it for Karen Katata, but don't you know, help Karen Katata get back into it. Like, don't have her in the future. Yeah, no, of course Stupid. not. Stupid. So Princess Carolyn calls Todd to get Todd to come take the baby, but when she gets to the the shoot, she finds out that she is supposed to have her baby with her. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa Gecko also here for this. Gotta bring back Vanessa Gecko, and her child is old. Yeah, <laughs> her kid is like a teen. I guess that makes sense though, because Princess Carolyn is definitely like. Having babies, like, quote, later in life compared to a lot of people. True. What is she now? Like, 42-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, not old, but, like, it's on the older end of having a baby, I yeah. would say. When, Like, when did she have her 40th birthday? I feel like that was, like, season three or four. Who knows? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> she is somewhere between the ages of 40. She's probably, like, 40, 41. Yeah. Because a lot of these seasons, like, there's not that much time between them. Yeah, true. Yeah. But, yeah, so she's, like, on the older end of having a child, but not, like, yeah. old. But she, so she gets taught to bring the baby back because otherwise they would just be women who do. Without <laughs> the kids, they don't do it all. Exactly. Yeah. The baby just cries the entire time. And <laughs> I absolutely cracked up at the moment where she's like, I don't want to call her something stupid like light socket. And then this kid's like, no. They're like, don't listen to her light socket. She's just jealous. <laughs> Yes, she does say something nonsensical, which I think is a just right. a little bit funnier of a word. So I want to cue that up. Yes, something nonsensical. It's so like light socket. <laughs> People really do name their kids the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't listen to her light I socket. <laughs> don't listen to her light socket. She's just jealous. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, and this was the first time I have written down. Mm. This episode is very stressful. <laughs> And this is so not very Because, <laughs> yeah, so they start talking about the starting, like, a women's salon for, like, women helping women. And this is where I wrote in my notes, this episode is so freaking stressful. Oh, yeah. my God. Literally. <laughs> That's what the next line in my notes. Oh, man. And so Vanessa Gecko is, like, volunteering to run things. And Princess Carolyn is, like, offering to help. But somehow it all ends up on Princess Carolyn's plate because Vanessa Gecko is a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they say, like, the new doing it all is doing it for other women, not yourself. And, like, okay, let's have a big party thing and it has now turned into like a full-on big event that is going to be hosted at vim and princess carolyn is going to handle all of the organization uh and she's so tired mm-hmm. she also at this and point so- calls and is like oh like i'm also doing a project where like there's an equal amount of screen time for men and women in birthday dad and women have the same number of birthdays yeah and so they had to edit the movie down quite a bit to make that happen yes <laughs> yeah because they're like, oh, birthday dad? It sounds so male. Mm-hmm. Like, so masculine. Why, where are the birthday moms? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's also a good moment from Vanessa Gecko where she's like, we're going to have a Fuji's concert. Like, should I call Lauren Hill? I call her Lauren. <laughs> oh, my God. And then this is also, so when they leave and there's like, we start getting a series of phone calls with Vanessa Gecko on planning the event. Mm-hmm. And there's one where she's like, is that the Lauren you want to die on? Sorry, I meant Hill. <laughs> yeah, I call her Lauren. <laughs> and so we do get a bunch of word avalanches as well in this, which is very impressive because mm-hmm. it's like. The Fujis are in and they love fruit, especially Fuji apples, but they're not fans of Fiji water. Marion is a vegetarian, Megan is a vegan, and Carrie and a few other luminaries like Gerwig and Larson won't eat dairy. I have a note that just says, Fuji for the Fujis, but no Fiji. Word avalanche in brackets. That's as far as I got. <laughs> and then Princess Carolyn writes, Cloister the oysters, say ta-ta to the tartar and make sure there's no feta for Greta or brie for brie. Love it. And then there's another one later as well where they they adjust their apple preferences. Mm-hmm. But we'll I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Oh, and Vanessa Gecko just like instantly quiets the baby. Yeah. <laughs> which is just like insult to injury for poor Princess Carolyn. Yeah, she just like I think she sings the word bye and just her she's voice. She's like bye. Yeah, and her just her voice. The baby's like, ah, sleep now. <laughs> and I was like, that does not seem like that soothing of a sound yeah (laughs) but it worked so and then diane calls that she was interviewing some boring senator she's still (laughs) with the senator she lists a bunch of baby names but princess carolyn doesn't like any of them Mm -hmm. i I really loved so you're saying your wife went missing in this wheat field and then she's like oh there she is (laughs) she's like hi (laughs) like they it made it seem like oh maybe this is like a more hard-hitting interview Mm -hmm. but then it was not. Yeah, she was just lost for a minute. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. This is where we find out that the baby really likes the word avalanches because mm-hmm. Princess Caroline is repeating to herself, like, 
what needs to be done for this event and the baby is giggling and mm-hmm. really likes it which i think is so cute so cute the baby is really cute just generally speaking this little baby porcupine very cute yeah i would never want to see a porcupine in real life <laughs> simply because they are like they would probably get scared and quill me and then like <laughs> removing porcupine quills is like not like a simple thing because mm-hmm. they have like the fish hook thing. Yeah, like if a dog exactly. gets quilled, it's like a whole situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that, but I'd like to look at them. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, so cute. <laughs> Princess Carolyn starting to mess up these word avalanches a little bit. Like she's struggling a little bit to remember. And I was like, this is the surest sign that she is struggling. <laughs> Your brain goes first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's important to get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, speaking of sleep. Not to go too far off tangent, but I have been on such a maintenance phase band the last Uh, couple of days just because I listened to the Jordan Peterson one and then, Mm -hmm. of course, like, listened to, like, 20 more from there. (laughs) And the one – I was listening to the one about the how we sleep and how Mm -hmm. it's all bullshit. And I was like, Everything is nonsense. (laughs) This pop science is such bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're listening. I know you had said you were worried about being stable enough to listen which is like well, a legitimate no, that's concern. Not, that's not the concern. It's the concern about being able to listen to one a week because I like it so much that mm-hmm. I just like, I, 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 I'm addicted to it. I have to binge <laughs> maintenance space. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. They're so talented. Ugh, I love them. I wish I wish I could be more like them. <laughs> yeah, no, I read Aubrey Gordon's book probably like six months ago now, maybe called what we don't talk about when we talk about fat and it's wonderful i have not read her book but i did read what's roxanne gay's book about hunger yeah i mm-hmm. read hunger last year and it was very very good yeah it's amazing it's it's one of those things you're like it's like when we were talking about catch and mm-hmm. catch and kill, catch and kill yeah and like same mind like you only have so much bandwidth for books that are gonna break your heart you know yeah oh yeah for sure Hunger was one of those for mm-hmm. real, for real. Okay, so th- this is where Bojack steals Mr. Peanut Butter's phone. because yes. And Princess Carolyn, as she answers the phone to every client, says, oh, it's my favorite client. But it's Bojack <laughs> on the phone. So he is very offended. Like, oh, well, will you come get your favorite client out of here? Because he's not invited. Yeah, he's like, wait, do you call everyone your favorite client? Is Mr. Peanut Butter your favorite? Oh, my God. <laughs> His feelings are hurt. Poor, mm-hmm. poor Bojack. Also, like, why is it Princess Carolyn's responsibility to go get Mr. Peanut Butter? She's the fixer. She does everything. Yeah. Seems like a weird call. Everything anyone asks of Princess Carolyn is almost always a weird call. True. (laughs) But this is where she also gets a call from Flea Daniels, who is very upset with what she's done to birthday dad because it is 42 minutes, completely incomprehensible. It ends halfway through a sentence. The relationships are incomprehensible and we don't even know how birthday dad dies. And she's like, we don't have to spell it out for this viewers. They're smart. Yeah. (laughs) She says, it's just like leaving room for a sequel. It's going to be fine. No. So she gets to the rehab and she is so tired. She is speaking complete and utter nonsense. She's trying to remember her word avalanches, but like she's just saying nonsense words and they see all of the porcupine quill marks on her arms and the receptionist thinks that they are track marks Mm -hmm. and asks, are these all from needles? And she's like, yeah, my baby's needles. Yeah. (laughs) Because of course the baby's a porcupine. But they check her into rehab and he like sneakily takes her credit card. I don't think that that was right. Yeah, he like takes her whole purse, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah. And takes a horrible selfie with her. Yeah, it's not good. And then they like give her some tea and like a blanket and she just falls sound asleep. For two days. Yes. She wakes up to Bojack saying, hey, you've been asleep for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, where's my baby? Baby's <laughs> with Todd eating Italian food. Yeah, and is totally fine. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be a little dark for something bad to happen to the baby. Like, even for Bojack, it would yeah. be a little dark. Yeah. She's just like, oh, my God, where's my baby? And then they're like, yeah, he's fine. Todd's Todd's handling it. Yes. So then she's trying to remember why she's here. And it's, of course, for Mr. Peanut Butter. And this is where we get a little flashback of Mr. Peanut Butter's leaving that where they were talking about birthday dad at the start. Mm Mm-hmm. And when he gets home, Pickles is live, like on probably Instagram live, talking mm-hmm. to her fans. And she, like, he, like, is tr- kind of expressing his guilt. And she, like, can smell it on him. And is like, oh, yeah, remember this night you were acting weird? And then you came home smelling like Diane. And then that other day when you smelled like Diane. And then you're like, you feel guilty, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, mm, it must be because your friend is in rehab. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty wild. Also, this is a new voice for Pickles. 
It was? Yeah. She got replaced. Oh, I guess it is a new voice. Julia Chan, the new mm-hmm. voice of Pickles, who is a British actor. Yeah. She's an Archive 81. Mm-hmm. A TV show. She Oh, she's Pepper from Katie Keene. I've seen that. Okay. <laughs> not good. I do not recommend. <laughs> she's an episode of Schitt's Creek, an episode oh. of Gotham. Two episodes in Republic of Doyle. Who was she on Which Schitt's is Creek? definitely a CBC show. On Schitt's Creek, she is Elaine, like, in the new car episode. I, I don't recall. Hmm. I don't recall either. It looks like she's been in a lot, like, a myriad of things since 2008, but nothing, like, that long term. Because Katie Keene only was 13 episodes. There you go. Before it got canceled, as it should have been, because it was bad. (laughs) Uh, New voice. She is British normally, so. Yeah. Hmm. She does a very good job duplicating the Pickles voice, though. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have collected if I hadn't seen it on the BoJack Wiki. I'm not sure I would have immediately tapped that it was a different voice. Yeah, I literally wouldn't. I don't think I would have noticed. So good work to her for duplicating that. Like, I feel like that's not easy. Yeah, once I knew it, I knew to kind of look for it. I was like, oh, yeah, and like they sound different, but she did a good job. Definitely, yes. Yeah. I also really loved this moment where Mr. Peanut Butter is like, oh, like, keep up the good work, internet, with those charming memes. And then he's like, I especially like the one where the boyfriend is looking at that other lady and his girlfriend is looking at him with tremendous pain. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's actually a very sad meme. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when Pickles is like, oh, you just feel bad about Bojack. Maybe you should go visit him. Do you know which meme Mr. Peanut Butter's talking about when he says that? I do. Yes. I'm very familiar. Just wanted to check out. I know you're not super (laughs) online. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am familiar with that one. Okay, perfect. It's like me looking at BoJack Horsepod. (laughs) The girlfriend is like all of my other obligations. (laughs) And then you can replace the other one with any one of my obligations with all of my other obligations. (laughs) But yeah, so... He goes to the rehab and he meets Dr. Champ and he's like, oh, your first name's Mr. My first name's Doctor. And this is where we find out Dr. Champ might not be a doctor at all. Yeah, it's just his name. Well, don't love that. Yeah, not a great sign, but maybe explain some of his methods. Yeah, like he's just saying things to say things. Mm -hmm. Mr. Peanut Butter joins in group therapy and is like really influencing people to like not tell people things that they've done because it would be like easier. And afterwards, Bojack actually says that he understands the feeling of bottling up guilt to try and not to impact others, but it will come out in other ways and impact everything, which is like, oh my God, did Bojack grow a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this is like a very powerful scene where he's like, you think that you're protecting them from your toxicity, but like this is very bad. It's also no, good because because he's like, he's like, I assume either you or Doug cheated on pickles because Mr. Peanut Butter is like, okay, let's say hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just come clean. This is where we get Princess Carolyn talking to Todd on the phone while he's mm-hmm. eating Italian food with the baby. And all of the running back and forth with the baby made people wait for Todd for their meetings and it made them respect him more. Yeah. Yeah. You made me angry and that makes me respect yes. you. <laughs> exactly. Toxic masculinity, am I right? Yeah, very bad. And so Todd talks about how he's been helping with Untitled Princess Carolyn Project, and everyone in town thinks, oh, it's a project. Like, Mm -hmm. Princess Carolyn's working on a show. Mm -hmm. But that is not – well, I guess it turns it into a thing, because Todd's going all over town having conversations about the Untitled Princess Carolyn Project. Mm -hmm. Because he's talking to Princess Carolyn. He's like, Princess Carolyn Project, the baby or the project? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, let me tell you. And people are like, this project, does it have legs? And I was like, yeah, she's got legs. Like, name your price. Like, uh, Jonathan? Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is this, no. is this thing going to sustain it, live for a couple seasons? He's like, I certainly hope so. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> so this is where Princess Carolyn, they end up getting back with, what's it, Pinky Penguin? Is that Pinky Yeah, Penguin. Pinky Penguin, Patton Oswalt, of course. They'll take anything. Mm-hmm. He is very offended that to find out that it was actually just a baby the whole time. But they come to him with a project. Karen Katata will direct, and it is going to be a show about birthday dad. And it's a dad who died on his birthday, and every episode he visits other people on their birthdays from various, like, cultures, and they, like, fan out of bunch of different greeting cards yeah like his spirit visits another intersectionally representative person on their birthday and the 42 minute pilot was directed by flea daniels <laughs> yeah it's a show now yeah yeah and they're like oh yeah like all these things like uh, how he died and like what the end of that sentence was these are all mysteries that are going to be revealed over the course of the season good lord i feel they need diane 
Oh my god, yeah. Like the, you'll laugh, so you'll badly. cry, you'll birthday dad. <laughs> you'll birthday dad. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But Princess Carolyn has another call with Bojack. And Bojack asks, like, would she have gone to family friends and family day at rehab? And she's like, Yeah, of course I would have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, why didn't you tell me about it? And he's like, oh, I just thought you wouldn't come. I didn't want to be a burden. And she's like, yeah, I would have. And then he says, I'm sorry for making your life more difficult and always. <laughs> and my apologies are almost meaningless, but I'm sorry about that too. Yeah, it's good. It's good from Bojack. It's nice to see just like slivers of growth from him because totally. he's been so bad like for a while. Yeah, and this feels like a sincere apology or I especially like how he's like at the beginning being like, I don't want to waste your time with more apologies. And he's like, no, like I actually should apologize. And I'm sorry that we've come to this point where my apologies feel meaningless, like that we had to get here. I hope that you'll Mm -hmm. accept this one. Yeah. So, you know what? Progress. She also gets a call from Vanessa Gecko because she's missed the ball. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The whole event turned into a gala that she missed. She missed the whole gala. Oh, when they talk about the galas earlier, the other word avalanche is for this gala, gala apples over Fuji for the Bee Gees. I mean, Fuji's, but we have to keep their Fuji's frigid. Got it? And then Gecko's like, no, they're Fiji's frigid. And then Gecko says, okay, also it turns out Marion is pescatarian and Megan is no longer vegan, but she's refusing to sit next to Chrissy Teigen and now Carrie (laughs) eats just dairy. Which, I mean, refusing to sit next to Chrissy Teigen aged extremely well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably a lot of people who didn't want to sit there. Yeah. And then we get the final word avalanche. Well, I guess there's more of them, but like the other long one is, okay, Marion pescatarian, Megan not vegan, but does hate Teigen. Carrie loves dairy. Got it. Gala for the gala, but Fuji's like Fiji and frigid Fuji. Fiji, fish. <laughs> she can't do it. Yeah, that, that was the sign. That's the, um, you know, not all is, fish. All is not well. <laughs> all is not the best. And so at the, she's like at Vim, like where the ball was, but she missed it. And she finally tells Vanessa Gecko to shut up. Yeah, it's very funny. Like the badness of this comeback where she's like, good of you to show up. Like good of you to shut up. <laughs> What a comeback. And she t- she st- like opens up to Vanessa Gecko about her concerns with motherhood. And she says, I get work and I understand it. I don't understand my baby. I love her. Of course I love my daughter. But I don't know if I love her. Which is like, I, f- I obviously am not a mother so I can't speak to that. But I do feel like that's probably an experience that people would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, you know, she says she feels like a terrible person for even thinking that and for not really feeling like she feels the way she's supposed to. And I think that's something that a lot of people deal with. And like, I just recently discussed human resources on Netflix. They also dive into that a little bit, also did a really good job with it. But I think think that this is like, very well done. We're like, yeah, I think a lot of people are like, do I feel the way I'm supposed to? Shouldn't this be more natural or something? Like, we're so programmed to feel like it's automatic. And even not regarding motherhood, I feel like that's a very common human experience of getting Mm -hmm. something that you want and then being like, wait, well, is this how it's supposed to feel? Totally. Yeah. And then you're like, something's wrong with me that I don't feel the way I'm supposed to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So very, very real from Princess Carolyn here. And Vanessa Gecko gives her really good advice. She's like, "You, you take care of your baby and you keep them alive. You have a new job and it is a ruthless one. You do not have time to question it. You just have to do it. Like, this is a new client that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have to just do the best you can and know that you're doing your best. And that's good advice. Princess Carolyn says, we have so much in common. Why have we spent so long hating each other? Vanessa Gecko says, I've never hated you. What? Have you hated me? (laughs) She's like, no, of course not. (laughs) I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. (laughs) Did you hate me? (laughs) It's like, no, never. And then at the end of the episode, we see Princess Carolyn cuddling her baby, doing little word avalanches for her. And then she calls the baby Ruthie. And I literally teared up when Mm -hmm. she said Ruthie. I got goosebumps. I was just like, oh my God, Ruthie. I was like, why am I crying? I know. Like, I knew that was coming. Like, I knew this baby's name is Ruthie. But like, just that moment after such a hard episode for both of them, it's like really struggling. And it's like, okay, Ruthie's here. Got your girl. (sighs) 
No. Also, we forgot to mention there is like a brief moment where Flea Daniels is like, oh, I'm just realizing that this movie is an extremely poor taste. And we see Chloe Grace Moritz voices herself, who is apparently going to play Anne Frankenstein. And so Chloe Grace Moritz, very famous. She's a little girl in Kick-Ass. She's in Let Me In, which is an English retelling of Let the Right One In. She was in the Carrie remake. She was in a podcast series called Gaslight. No. She's in a lot of stuff. She's I I would say Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz is a very famous person. And we're just bad at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just I haven't seen anything. I've I've seen Lemmy and Ann Kickass. Yeah. We got some feedback this week. Woo woo. We have one from Sarah that I will get to in a second because okay. she sent it a while ago and I forgot to do it last week. So but it's about an old episode, so we'll get to it. First of all, we got an email from Hazel. <laughs> Oh, the subject line of which is first of all, and the first line of which is how dare you? (laughs) She said I would patiently wait two weeks between Bojack ending and the next adventure. Also, I would be the greatest patron and I wouldn't want anything extra just the same timely content I've grown accustomed to expecting from my two favorite (laughs) girls. Sincerely, your number one horse girl. (laughs) Aw, thank you, Hazel. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) I guess you know what you're right. We did go a little hard on Hazel. Yes. How dare you? (laughs) She's not my sister, so I guess I shouldn't have gone so hard on her. Yeah. All right. And then Sarah wrote a while ago, this was about the Showstopper episode, but not hard questions. It's okay. So she said, seems like it was a missed opportunity for the show, Filbert specifically, not to put their logo on both sides of the flyer. Sending people a you did a bad thing side is obviously more eye catching. So you'd want want your show logo to be there before people inevitably throw it away. From a marketing perspective, absolutely. Yeah. And then she said, can we also talk about Stephanie Beatrice going from Rosa Diaz, no singing, no fun, to Gina with a singing dream and a show-stopping number, to Carla from In the Heights with a few bit singing parts, to the main freaking character in Encanto with multiple songs. And the song was so good, I honestly forgot it was written for this show. <laughs> yeah, literally, when I don't I don't remember if I brought it up when we talked about it on the podcast, but I literally Googled it to be like, wait, is this a real song like outside of BoJack? Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Because I can never. But I'm dumb. Like, I'm the person who was reading Daisy Jones and the Six and was like, wait, is this a real band? And, like, Googled it because it was so real. Have you read that book, Lindsay? Yes. I, like, it was so good. And I literally Googled to be like, is this Me a too. real band? <laughs> yeah. No, I did the exact same thing. I was like, I want to hear this song. And then I was like, wait, it's fake. I was like, I think this is fiction, but let me check. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed. Their song sounded very good. It did sound really good. Mm-hmm. It's a good book. It was really good. They're making a Netflix either series or movie out of the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And I just oh. really think that's such a miss because Daisy Jones and the Six is a much better book. Yeah, that would be the one to do for sure. Did you read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? I read that one. Yeah. In- in the last year, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's good, but it's not as good as Daisy it's Jones. not as good, yeah. I read Daisy Jones first, and then last year I yeah, was me like, too. oh, like, I've heard this other one is better, and then, yeah, so. Yeah, okay, we're on the same page. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, is there more feedback? That's all. Oh, perfect. And then I did tweet saying that we were going to record the podcast because people, when this episode dropped, were like, what is going on? Why aren't you telling us? And then Morgan was like, I feel bad that I, like, that you don't have any feedback, which, like, nobody needs to feel obligated to provide. Like, it's, please don't stress (laughs) about it. It'll, It'll be okay. But we also got several people mentioned that they support Patreons where they receive nothing and they don't care. So (laughs) maybe a Patreon, possibly. Something to think about. It's something to consider. But yeah, it's mostly just people worrying about when we record. And I was like, I'm sorry, my executive function is not good. And they were like, I struggle (laughs) with that too. So thank you everyone for being understanding and supportive. I will post at least... I, this one I only did hours before, but I will post a day before next time we record. <laughs> so I will do that. And then, of course, welcome to all the new followers that came through from Budjack Hidden Jokes. And then we also, I feel like, got some new follows because of your post show recap again with Grace. Yeah, that was so much fun. So good. I I want to watch it before I listen, but I'm you very excited. Should. Yeah. Yeah, it's full spoilers, so definitely watch it first. And I think a lot of people haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it was really fun. Okay, well, I will watch someday and then listen. I can't, I'm excited about it. But yeah, that's all of the feedback that we got. So 
people can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet at us at bojackhorsepod. Again, five-star reviews mean the world to us, so we'd really appreciate that. And if you're on Spotify, you literally just have to hit it. It's so easy to give a five-star. Lindsay, of course, you can listen to her over on Post Show Recaps where she broke down human resources with the Great Grace Leader, who is, of course, a friend of this pod and also a friend of both of us, as well as, again, there is a full history of The Simpsons then and now. Have you listened? If not, why not? <laughs> and just download one. Come on. Just do, do it. it. Do you like how I bully people to listen to your other podcast? Is Am I crossing a line? Is it okay? No, I like it. I don't know if anyone has. I feel like I don't check the stats very often. but Okay. I well, should. next time we record, you'll check the stats and, and report back. And if yes. y'all have not listened, I swear to God... Yeah, we'll know. <laughs> we're going to be in big trouble. We will know. For myself, you can catch me talking about Riverdale every week at Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. Riverdale is back. And spoiler alert, the first episode was bad. Ooh. Very, very <laughs> bad. So we're miserable and it got renewed for season seven. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can also catch me talking about Temptation Island every Wednesday with Maggie Morgan over on rubhouswebsite.com slash hot dummies. And I'm streaming two to three times a week, twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what? I've I've only guaranteed two. The third is only if I have time and energy. So it's so mostly much. been two. <laughs> but yes, please check that out everywhere. And we will be back next week for season six, episode three, Feel Good Story. See you then. Bye. 